When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smarky Las Filipinas podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast, where we are recording while we are sipping some tea. We are powered by peppermint tea with honey. With honey. Yes. So we're 27, all of us, and we're. Oh, enjoying oh, okay, tea. Lang, di pa ako 27. Ikaw pa lang yung 27. Pa lang 27 so. It doesn't matter. It's 2017. His birthday is in November. My birthday is in uh, three months. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Who's counting? So we're we're, we're <laughs> we 27, are. and we are drinking tea are on old. a Wednesday night, which I'm not sure what this says about us. Well, but be, I've, I've enjoyed be, tea for the longest time. I will be drinking beer later after this. Well, good for you. Happy for you. Thanks <laughs> for the invite, sir. I'm looking forward to getting a good night's sleep after this because Survivor's on at 8 a.m. tomorrow and I gotta catch that live again. I've got work. Uh, too bad. bad. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, yeah, so um, as much as I'd like to call these the dog days before WrestleMania, they kind of are. They really are. Uh. It, is, it is very difficult to be excited that we are getting so lit over tea. Well, yeah. Maybe this is why uh, I predict for this episode um, we're gonna have a go home show that's just as lackluster as, <laughs> as the ones we got on, on this week of WWE TV, which is pretty sad now that I think about it. Well, but we I, haven't seen NXT yet. There's that, oh yeah yeah there is there NXT is, tomorrow. There is, there is that glimmer. Of is, it, is, is it a huge go home for enough for for NXT Takeover? Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure myself. It might be. I mean, they're setting up a lot of things. Should we, should we check the spoilers now or not? Uh, nah. I'd rather not because I haven't. I've actually been avoiding. But these are two old five live. I don't know. Mejo, Mejo no, no. me. I mean, like there was a big blow off match between Tozawa and Kendrick, but, but that wasn't the end. Obviously, uh, the best match that was the best match, and they just they just had a really good uh, promo segment between Neville and Austin Aries. Which actually, did you see that? Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, it's just, it, it, but that's also a blow off coming from Raw. Leading up to the yeah, sure. Uh, it's just like the promo we actually needed for the cruiserweight division. Funny story. Um, I actually found myself falling asleep while watching that promo this afternoon. Why? I I, I, don't know. I, I I've just had a long day. So yeah, yeah. We, I know we, I get all it, have, I get it. we all have. So I was about to fall asleep, and I was like, "Let me put this on pause." So I'm uh. right? So I was like, and and then when I woke up, I'm like, "Man, now I feel so active now that I've actively decided to sleep." So I get up, go to the gym, come back home, eat dinner, and spend 30 minutes packing for my weekend trip. And I totally forget to catch the Neville promo. Wow. So I'm here not having seen that Neville Aries promo yet. Although by the time uh, you hear this, I may already have done so. Mm. Uh, the, the promo from Neville was actually alright. Uh, he's killing it with, uh, with the heel um, mic work. But it's really the... the, the Interjection, the interpolation from Austin Aries. Interpolation. Yes, the interpolation from Austin Aries. That very accurate. That 
that takes it to a whole nother level. Na, I think they were the only feud, type championship feud, na, at this point, uh, is going into WrestleMania with an elevated sense of purpose. True. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, I get that. Because like, the WWE title picture, uh, Bray and Randy, just really didn't do much on SmackDown this week. Um, for, for what it was worth, what Randy did at the end of SmackDown Live seemed very mema. Well, yeah. that's that has been the case with a lot of these go home shows for Mania. That we always think that we're gonna get something special, but no, we don't. No, science to that because they sayang. no they they on on SmackDown they have they uh, tried. No, they are the show that does well with these kind of stories, and you know they did. Uh, they were the ones who had the balls to to do this this Randy Orton infiltrates the White family story, and to think nah, it's just a mema. Segment, as you said, it kind of is disappointing because um, you think they would try hard. You know what? They actually excelled at this week. They really excelled with the Total Bellas bullshit finale. Oh. Yes, that was really, that was really great. good. I, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, th- there's something to be said about uh, how all in creative just went with the whole Ms. Maurice, John Cena, and Nikki thing. Mm. In. Um, it, it's probably because it's a John Cena program number one mm. uh, but at the same time they've also allowed Maze and Maurice to just shine mm. in, in, um, in, in a way that we haven't really seen since Ms. Ziggler from last year yeah. I, I think uh, everyone as we've saw as we've seen from Southpaw regional wrestling I think everyone is at their best when they're trying to do their, their brand of comedy yeah and, and you know, as, as ridiculous as that might be yeah, and the Miz brand of comedy is just the right amount of snarring that I actually enjoyed. Um, I've, I'm at a point where it's 2017, and I'm actively rooting for the Miz as a character and as a wrestler. Actually, yeah, uh, he is pretty much due for a world championship run, uh, not run at least, um, at the very least, a contendership that would depend on who the champion is walking out of Mania, which we will talk about in a bit. Yeah. Now, I know that your pulse on the IWC is... Uh, you have a better pulse on the IWC than I do. Uh, and, and I'm talking to Ro, not, not you. Oh. And uh, I'm, I'm saying this because I want to ask if Miz is at a point where he's an IWC favorite yes, now. Yes, yes. Was he ever an IWC favorite before? I would argue that he did. Depending on what, on what period of time in his career you're asking about... Um, before this, definitely, um, he was putting out some good work with the Hollywood stuff, the A-lister stuff. Uh, he's fine there. Um, but before this, uh, it just so happened uh, only a few actually believed in him because you know they still thought that he was still the same old Miz and everything. Looking at Eugene, no, 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 not even. But after this whole, um, after the 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 Intercontinental Championship run, the. You know those those series of chases, those those feuds, those storylines in his part of the career, and now with his work with Cena and and Nikki and Maurice as well, uh, I've seen a lot of people tweet this morning uh, when SmackDown was showing live. Uh, I've seen a lot of people tweet and uh, he is by far the best character on on SmackDown right now. But I've got to ask, like, when was that tipping point? Like, when did the IWC collectively realize yeah, that um, the maze is the shit? Uh, when he started doing the alias and stuff, when he start, when he brought Maurice back, when, when he, he was, was pushing, champion. yeah, when he was pushing push. all the Hollywood stuff, um, there were people who were starting to catch on, especially you know after the talk of smack thing. Uh, oh, yeah, that was the that was the big. Like, the big yeah, point. actually, yeah, that, that was, was the big, big tipping, tipping point. point. 
the talking smack thing was the with, big tipping point. Um, Brian. With Brian, yes. Mm. Right. So um, I'm not. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure this is as good a time as any to ask now. Um, since WrestleMania is what's widely considered the season finale of WWE, uh, for all intents and purposes, which character, which wrestler are we looking at as, say, a breakout figure? And I'm not counting the people in NXT. Let's, let's okay, count let's the main roster for what it is, roster. the people who are going to be on WrestleMania, whose poise have a breakout 2017, uh, given whatever is laid out on the card. Baron Corbin. Yeah, I was, I was about to say that. Baron Corbin is the obvious choice here because... He has been over-excelling in a position where... You know what over-excelling? Excelling the man. Excelling. Oh, Not e- overly exceeding, so. Exceeding expectations. I wouldn't say exceeding expectations. Um, I just say he's matching them. But uh, I get what you're trying to say. Uh, he's um, poised to break through in a scene where it's enough for him to break through. Uh, it's not so deep that he can't break through. That It's not top-heavy as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not... Too top heavy. The more you think about it, the more you watch the shows. All right. So, uh, thirteen matches on the card. This is Hard a rest. very stacked card. I think this including is the most pre-show. matches. Yeah, of course, including pre-show. Because like before they even um, announced which matches were going to be on the oh pre-show, God. we knew we were already getting thirteen. Yeah, let's talk about the pre-show real quick. Uh, a lot of people have been complaining about how this or that match is on the pre-show now. How let's say the cruiserweight championship match is now on the pre-show. The SmackDown Women's Championship match is, is on the pre-show. The pre-show. Um, what else? The the Raw Tag Team Championship match? Is it? No, it's, no, so no, it's no. the Battle it's... Royal, the Women's Title match on SmackDown, and the cruiserweight title match. Yeah, and yeah, this yeah. is across three hours of pre-show no, no it's two, it's two hours two? Two. okay so that's two plus four hours you have six hours and in change. one day and change on uh, you know on, on Monday morning for us and to me it Sweet doesn't Jesus. matter anymore whether this match is on the pre-show or not because at this point you have again six hours of wrestling to fill and in not, one go in one go so uh, pre-show isn't even a pre-show anymore it's just really you know the time when the show starts. It's it's the new curtain jerker for if you will. Uh, at this point, it's po- call time. Yeah, it is call time. Yes, <laughs> it is. Call thank time. you, thank you. It is call time. No, I think um, I'm not. I'm not saying I disagree with what you said. In fact, I would actually say that you better be happy for these matches on the pre-show because that means they get more time. You didn't get didn't more man. time. I I would argue that uh, they wouldn't have as big of a time constraint. Oh as yeah, were, oh, yeah. That, that is true. That as is if true. it were placed on the main show. <laughs> if you remember uh, that eight uh, eight person tag team match from WrestleMania in 2013 was cut because, because they didn't that, have time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think the, uh, one of the reasons why they started doing the, the pre shows is because they could avoid uh, is so they could avoid things like that from happening again. But, but that said. Um, I, I uh, again, I don't disagree with what you said, but there are people who say that there's something, um, there, there's still something wrong about a, a match being on the pre-show. Because for one, hindi pa puno yung arena, unlike say when the main show actually begins. Yeah. The greatest example is Kalisto Ryback yeah. from last year. Oh, Kamos, you want to say something? Yes. It's it's not a how do you say this? It's not doing them an injustice. It's not. Demoting them to you're you're just officially the pre-show. It's really that these matches would need the time to breathe. No, not more. not just that. It's not that they need the time to breathe. It's just that the card is so stacked that there literally is no time for them on the main show. And at this point, yes, uh, the the problem Stan is speaking about is because the thing is called the pre-show, the kickoff, 
and at this point, um, I think the 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 majority of the wrestling of the WWE fan base has to start realizing that at this point, at least for WrestleMania's case, that is just a label that they had to go with because it's I don't know, it's established already in their in their in their PPV format, right? Uh, at this point, uh, you better off. Uh, it it might have been also something they did to get people to come in as early as you can, like uh, fill it up before. Yeah, fill it, fill it up before even the main show starts. Like you want to see these matches uh, start going to the start going, going to the stadium really early and lining up before even I uh, know before even the advertised um, main show. Begins. Call time. Yeah, call yeah. Time. Call time. It is call time. That is what it is. It's, yeah, I mean, if you're you in have Florida. to be there, you have to be there at this time so that it's, by the time by the time the pre-show, you know, right? once they run through the entire card on the pre-show, and then they get to that point where, and we have our first match. Yeah, is that? Not, it, yeah, it, the, the like point it. is the point is if say you're going to be in Florida for WrestleMania weekend and you're going to be wearing your favorite Alexa Bliss shirt and you want to see what Alexa's going to come out wearing, then you better damn sure be there by 5 p.m. Eastern time. Or else, uh, you know, you're going to come in at 7 and you'll be like, oh, I just missed it. So, sayang lang yung the Bottom line is, you know, uh, we really have to stop thinking about the beginning of the show as the pre-show. Yes, it's called the kickoff. Yes, it's before the advertised main card. But at this point, you have to understand that there are so many things. The roster is way too stacked. There are two brands. Remember this. There are too many people. Uh, there are three involved. hours on Raw. There's two hours of SmackDown. One hour and two hundred five live. You have to realize that. And he's okay. not in WrestleMania. Shut up, Camus. Ah, no, thank you for derailing my th- train of thought. Three hours to yeah, hours, one with hour. With all of this content and WWE programming it really is I don't know understandable and reasonable that everyone is getting a Wrestlemania payday so it's time to stop thinking of this as merely a pre-show guys who are not watching on you know live at you know at Orla- in Orlando you you have the power to tune in early and you're gonna have to if you want to see the matches you want to see like as, as Stan mentioned earlier yeah um, for one thing the pre-show is actually for free you can stream it live on Facebook. You can YouTube. stream it live on YouTube. It's on the network if, if you have a network subscription. If you have the network subscription, you don't even have to wake up early. Yeah, because you can watch, you it, can on watch it on delay. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, just, be behind. Recluse, just recluse yourself from social media. That's true. Be behind while people are talking about the whole thing. And the other point I wanted to bring up is, uh, again, you can take this for what it's worth, but Fox actually considered airing the pre-show. I've been getting a lot of questions on both my Facebook page and on Twitter from people who've been wondering if Fox is going to show the WrestleMania pre-show. And I think um, in contrast to what Rose said about how there are people bitching about the pre-show being what it is, it's nice to know that there are Pinoy fans who are actually concerned about uh, whether or not they get to see the pre-show to begin with. So that's a good thing. I think that's a great thing. But um, the reality is Fox won't be airing the pre-show for business reasons. Mm. One being... It's too long. Yeah, it's way too long. WrestleMania will be six hours, and historically, and this is uh, 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 an insight on the TV, uh, the TV business that I didn't learn until recently. Uh, historically, if a show or a telecast is long, it's bound to rate less. And that's that explains Raw a lot, by yes. the way. Because people tune in and out, and, and people's attention spans are always dwindling. Mm-hmm. Yes. So especially when the show is bad, right? Yes, yes, like last year's WrestleMania. So it, it's hard harder to sell to advertisers. 
and it gives the network less of an incentive to actually air the whole thing. Yep. Yep. So uh, that's one of the reasons. That, that's TV really network, the TV w- network. Yes. Yes. That's really one of the main reasons why uh, Fox won't be airing the pre-show. But I will tell you that they considered it, and that I had a conversation with them about it. Hey, ik- I've heard you. Natin, which which Fox is showing the show? So, Fox, parent, our Fox. No, no, no. Fox Sports, Fox Sports. is airing WrestleMania at 7 a.m. That's okay. live. So that's all right. All right. So it will start with whatever match is on the main card first. Yep. And then it will end at whatever uh, whatever time they decide to end the main event. <laughs> Because it's because uh, their it's, own network. It's actually. that. It's and like, there will be a primetime telecast at 9.50 p.m. on the same day geez. on Fox Sports as well. It's probably like till 2, 2 a.m. Yeah. yeah. It's not like anything important showing at 2 a.m. on Fox anyway. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Right. So so there. Um, I, I guess for your peace of mind as, uh, as a hardcore fan who's listening to this podcast and who really wants to see every match on the pre-show, guys, just go to Facebook Live or YouTube. Oh. That's your best bet. Or skinny mics. Or skinny mics, yeah, because we are having that viewing party on Monday. And um, I know the advertised time is 6 a.m., but if you want to show up at 5 a.m. to get your seat early, by all means, go. We won't be there. I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm going to 5. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, historically, for viewing parties, I would wake up at 5. What a rough one. Yeah, the week after. The week after. The week after. Yeah, so just show up early at skinny mics. Yeah, for um, wrestling. For wrestling, it, this only happens once a year, right? Yes. Now, now that we've got that all out of the window, uh, let's go through our thirteen match card predictions. Yes. So let's start with the fourth annual Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which I will maintain uh, still isn't very significant, just because of the history that they've built up with it in the last three years. Consider the fact that. None of the three winners have really had a significant push after having won the Battle Royal. Nope. You're Maybe wrong. Maybe except Corbin. You are wrong. Corbin. Only Corbin, except Corbin. Baron Corbin. Uh, they and, failed with Cesaro. They didn't do much with Big Show. I, I wouldn't say that they failed with Cesaro. Late lang sa kanya. Yeah. It okay. was late and um, they just not, didn't handle yeah, him well. Not, a, not as a result of the, of the armbar win. Whereas think okay, Big Show was totally useless. Like he didn't even have to win it that year. Yeah. I uh, I think I can still argue that Miz Dow should have won it that year. And oh yeah, yes. yeah, absolutely. Yes. I agree with that. And he could have still used that to propel himself. Instead, now he's nope. running away in TNA. Yep. So uh, yeah, Baron Corbin's probably as close as you can get to saying that. Uh, yeah, the Andre Battle Royal win actually propels your career. Now, it's funny that people are also railing on the match. Parang, ah, the Battle Royal isn't really worth it because it's gonna be on the pre-show again. But again, consider this. In the three iterations of the Battle Royal, it's only been on the pre-show once. And that was the big show win from 2015. Yeah. Ah, so now let's look at, let's look at this, this, uh, this lineup. You have basically the entire tag team division on SmackDown plus Mojo, Apollo, and Kalisto. And Dolph. Plus all of the um, all of the raw superstars without any WrestleMania storylines. I'm actually pretty happy about um, this this year's armbar than most than the most and then than from you know the, the the last three years because for once thanks to the amount thanks to the brand split for one thanks to the amount of wrestlers on each brand it's gonna be a way more star-studded event affair than. Then no, yeah, because the last you know the past few years was you know a bunch of mid carters and a bunch of jobbers, and now you got one NXT guy. Yeah, and then now you have guys like what you have guys like Finn, you have guys like Zami, maybe Samoa Joe, 
you know. Actually, Finn isn't even confronting. Yeah, him. He's, he's a maybe at this point. But you know, like guys like Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, right? Guys who would normally have uh, a storyline of some sort, like you know, a good match, mm. a pretty so, worthy match. Yeah. Uh, so battle royal. Um, is there going to be a celebrity this year? One and two. Will there be an NXT superstar uh, participating this year? Well, I, it's I not Shaq. I don't think that. there. I don't think there's an NXT guy to spare at all. Um, no, no one. I mean, none of the. None of the no one clo- guys. Yeah, no one close to coming up. Eh? Not even no. Ty. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say Ty. No, I wouldn't say Ty. I, w- I actually might think that maybe Pete Dunne even, if they could put it. No, probably Tyler Bate. Or Tyler. Tyler Bate. Bate might be the closest one to from to NXT to make it into the Battle Royal. Why aren't the cruiserweights involved here? No. No. I don't know. Yeah. This if, is how ostracized they are. They only get two no, guys. I think, I think they're doing access on the WrestleMania. They're doing, no, they're doing access. Are they? Okay. They're doing access alongside NXT. So so you need payday neither. So you can only have so many people, even if you're sticking everyone in this match, right? Yeah, but like the VOD villains, really over the cruiserweights. Well, yeah. the VOD villains pull their weight on and on on the on the live shows. That's true. Which is the day to day. All right, it's, it's it's something if. If the if Los Matadores could get a WrestleMania payday two years ago mm-hmm. for doing almost absolutely nothing up until WrestleMania season hit, I don't know. You tell me. All right. So who are we predicting? To yeah, no, wait, wait. You would rather have the cruiserweights on the armbar than you know than being happy with them doing much more meaningful matches on Access. Well, it's not like I'll get to watch Access. Well, you it's can. on the network. No, it's not. Isn't it? No, it's not. Ooh. I'm pretty sure they're in a... Point me to an Access episode or, or show on Take the it, happen at Because I've never seen one. And ah, I spend no, more no, no, time no, no, on the no. network than you guys. No, it came out on NXT after. Yung post... Yung NXT at Access. Oh yeah, I remember that. that the, from last that year's, from yeah. last year. Yeah, that's the one. one with, the, with the Itami with stuff? With the, the, first Itami, Sunday. the GTS. Yeah, Itami yeah, yeah. and... Um, what's her name? Aliyah's debut. Yeah, okay. There was that. <sighs> Fine. Uh... Looking at this field, I think the only one I can actually get behind, or the only ones I can actually get behind, are Finn, Sammy. Yeah, maybe Sammy. Uh, I was actually thinking of Braun. Yeah, Braun is three. It's Braun to lose for sure. Uh, just like the Rumble. Mm. No, I, no, no, no. The Rumble wasn't Braun to lose. It was. It was his. It could have been his coming out party. <laughs> yeah, I, I could I, have. Could have. Um, well, Joe's not on the list, but I would be fine with Joe winning it. Yeah, I'd be fine with Joe winning it, but I would still pick Finn just because um, he could use it. N- not necessarily. Like I think, win uh, whether or not he actually wins it, he will remain uh, on on top of the card or in the main event scene on Raw. It's just that I think it will be really impactful to use that as the platform for the Finn return. Ah, uh, Kaisa's uh, Raw after Mania. That's that, that's the other option there. Uh, he's right. Yeah. No, yeah, that's a great point. That's that's uh, that's one of those. That's one of those. Um, may balakana sa sayon mo bajan on 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 the armbar, or would you save him for the big hype on the raw after, where anything is possible? No, yeah, yeah, that is a, that is a great point. So if okay, I'm willing to make the compromise that if Finn doesn't appear in the armbar, he definitely has to be at Raw after Mania. Oh yes, oh yes. So I, I can live with that. So, okay. okay. That said, 
uh, I'd probably have to put my money on either Sammy or Braun. Hmm. Uh, it depends. Okay. If if Finn isn't in this thing, yeah, I, I would agree with you. But um, if it if he is, then Sammy Finn, I think Sammy Finn to close. Sammy Finn, Sammy Finn, Braun. Braun last three. Anyone wins, we're happy. Maybe even Samoa Joe, for sure. Or Joe. Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you put Joe in this match, though? Like, if you were Triple H, then. Unless he has something planned for Joe in... Yeah, Joe's probably gonna run in this action match. Even then, why wouldn't, you, why wouldn't you put Joe in in a battle royal where he can destroy? To keep him fresh. No. Yeah, it's... That's... You can, you can keep him fresh for, in you other... know... It's gonna be a long night. Yeah. There's so much time between things, and that ramp is so long. <laughs> it's Jesus. Just, I okay, you know, seriously, back uh, just very quickly on the ramp. Oh, it really if, is coming from upper box, then. I know. If there is no mechanism that gets them from the top, maybe to the there bottom, is, you know, a, ro- a roller, roller coaster, coaster car. That actually makes sense. Now that's that why, I think that's, about that's, it. That's that's what I thought about. That okay, unless this thing has a slip and slide or a cart. Sayang, man. Hey, hey, Florida and slip and slides. I know, I know, I know. Absolutely. All right. Uh, who are you? Who are you putting your money on, Camus? Sammy. All right. Easy. Moving on. Six pack challenge for the SmackDown Women's Championship. So six pack, not confirmed. Six pack, yes. Confirmed. So it's, it's no longer everyone. <laughs> everyone who's available. Yeah. So I guess that pretty much throws my Oscar prediction out the window. Told you. Sayang. So it's Alexa versus Becky versus Natty versus Mickey versus Carmella versus Naomi. The returning Naomi. Yeah. Yes. I think Naomi wins this for the hometown pop. Yes. Plus, uh, she's the champion who never lost her title. So. It easy. looks nice. It's, it's an easy. It's an easy pick. It's an easy pick. Puede, puede. Or no, but I really do think it's Becky's win. Yeah. I, that's right. It's like it's that. Or unless Becky. you go, unless you go for the casual, you know, the 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 old school fan pop, and you know, have Mickey, Mickey James win it, which is not outside the realm of possibility, considering Never the is. way that. Yeah, well, yeah, six pack challenges I would go are for hard Naomi. to call. Six pack challenges are hard. All to right, call. so you guys are Becky. I'd go for Naomi. All right. Okay. Cruiserweight championship match. I think we can all unanimously agree that Austin Aries will take this from Neville. It right? Yes. But I don't think this will be the end of the feud. That's the thing. I think this this extends a little further out, but a dub, considering the body of work that he's put in, he deserves this one. Yeah, it's an. Uh, he's earned it. He need we, no. We need a a double to win this for the cruiserweight division. Uh, Neville, as I said, Neville is the guy who who redefined or rebuilt the division on his back for the past few months. But a dub is going to be the guy who puts it on the map. Just because of how powerful he is. If you, again, watch the promo from this week's 205 Live. I'm not sure if you guys talked about this while I was away, but I've been really observing Austin Aries, the character, and comparing him to when he first appeared on NXT. Because he arrives arrives on NXT with little fanfare, Mm. except for the fact that he's an indie favorite, an indie Indie darling. darling. And uh, for me, someone who's never seen his work before, I didn't really find a reason to care about him until he turned heel. Mm. When he turned heel, that's when I was like, okay, now he has a personality. Now he has a character. Gets injured, comes back on 205 Live, gets himself over as a commentator with personality. And bananas. And and now that he's come out and attacked Neville, 
um, I can get behind him as a babyface because he's built such a great character for himself during the time that he was on the shelf. Mm. So um, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I love how uh, he was able to make the most out of nothing. Uh, nothing. Not not really nothing, but he was able to make the most out of the situation he was in uh, post injury, as opposed to just showing up on NXT and you know expecting say a hero's welcome and that just falling flat on his face. I don't think anyone was expecting. Well, yeah, it's okay. No, you were expecting some fanfare, but not a hero's welcome. Yeah, he's not. He's not beloved the way that guys like Sammy or KO are mm. down there. Or Nakamura. Or Nakamura at that. I mean, yes, he is ex ROH World Champion, but CNA World Champion, CNA World Champion as well. But the guy just has so much potential left. Mm. He has so much to accomplish in WWE, and I think this is his. It's his coming out party. It has to be. See, one last question on Aries before we move on. Um, th- does it shortchange him that he can't interact with the heavyweights because he's pigeonholed in the cruiserweight division? Because we've kind of come to accept this with the likes of TJP and Jack Gallagher and all that. But when you have a, a, a talent like Aries, who also has the potential to be that transcendental star, is it fair to him that he's pigeonholed like this? I think uh, I think eventually the cream rises to the top. And th- for now, it's going to be like, oh, Austin Aries is playing the cruiserweight division now. But eventually, I think that... Uh, he's gonna be so good that there's no way they can't have him, you know, help out the rest of the show. Because Ron needs help. Yeah, Ron needs a lot of help. <laughs> All right, so let's. Well, with that said, let's move on. Uh, speaking of Raw, triple threat ladder match for the Raw Tag Team Championships. I'm not sure what they're trying to go for here. Now, at the last minute, they make it a ladder match. Are, are they trying to Brutality. recreate the magic of? Uh, ENC, the Hardys, and the Dudleys here. I think they just wanted to make an, a good match, um, you know, a better match with a new stipulation that uh, that is, you know, not just safe and tame. It's just, I guess it's their last ditch effort to make it more exciting, or to make you care about or it, or to make it more delightful. So if 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 that materializes. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, you've got the, uh, the champions in Gallows and Anderson versus Enzo and Cass versus Cesaro and Sheamus, and what uh, possibility of? No, I don't think the Hardys. No, the Hardys are not going to join this match. <laughs> yeah, I think I, no, I think. All right, quick aside on the Hardys. I think they they are a Raw or SmackDown after Mania kind of deal. Okay, so if they are an after Mania kind of deal, would you put them on Raw or in SmackDown? SmackDown, SmackDown. SmackDown no, needs help. SmackDown is what you want to happen, but where do you think they will go? Raw. SmackDown. Because I think they'll go Money to Raw. Money is on Raw. Money is on Raw. If, if I were... Really, wait, no, no, no. Remember, we, we, SmackDown is the show that did the whole Randy Orton arson and, you know, Bray uh, Wyatt. No, he, has but, a point, he has a point with booking-wise. Booking-wise, they belong on SmackDown. Yeah, how the money-wise? Mapupulsan by Vince. That's the question. But Vince also is in charge of SmackDown. He knows you can't do the the mystical shit on Raw. Now at this now, point, well, they are trying with the Undertaker. But is the Undertaker? No, no, it's not. It's not so much mis- brands. Yeah, that's true. Well, that is also true. But you know, I think at this point they're doing the Undertaker stuff because, uh, not because they're just keeping up with I uh, know, with everyone with, else with the uh, with the Ray. traditional. Go, you know, with its traditional trappings of his gimmick, but uh, uh, wait, wait, sorry, I misphrased that. 
I think they're just going with it now on Raw because you know it's the Undertaker and that's what he does, you know. But uh, for other otherworldly shit that you need a lot of effort and hard work to make it work, uh, SmackDown is the place to go. Fine. Unless, unless I really think though someone's gonna fuck up and the Hardys will end up on Raw, yes. which sends Jeff back on his tailspin. Jesus, yeah. Let's not go there. I really think Wait, that's what happen because this, this is wrestling. But then that means they drop the titles to the Hardys at Supercard of Honor. That would be nice. Oh my God! Yes, there's still Supercard of Honor to watch. Moving on, guys. Wow. Uh, so who are we gonna call here? Because I think I think the club could use a win, just so they have that that statement win. I think it's an Enzo and Cast night. Yeah. Even if only for one night, like the Zack Ryder deal. Oh yeah, I, I could live with that. Oh, I love Yeah. Only only for them to lose. The yeah, 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 the yeah, next yeah. Night. Just because yeah. Yeah. Sure. Give it. Fine. That, that, yeah, I, yeah. I'll do I, that. I can I can I can live with that. Right, next. But, they, but I want to see the implosion of Cesaro Sheamus at this. Yeah, I don't think match. it's happening. I think not at not? Mania. Not at Mania. I I think it will. I think it will. I think it will. Or maybe they they, they plant the seeds at Mania. But I'm, they've I'm, always been planting no. seeds. How 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 big is this plant? No, wait. <laughs> they they have not been planting the seeds over the it's last few weeks. They've been on a united front. It's uh, there. Friends don't sit over there. Yes, clearly you guys haven't been paying attention. <laughs> Fuck raw. Again, we go through the you highlights. guys have not been paying attention. We go through the highlights. This is what I'm here for. Fuck uh, bro. <laughs> next yes, up, Intercast. Intercontinental title match: Dean Ambrose Confirm versus Baron Corbin. Corbin. Yes, yes. this week on the sign. No, no, no. Last week, but ah, yeah, 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 I remember. So this, this is Corbin. What's his tip? Well, it's a traditional Street. match. That sucks. Why? Because they've been brawling up and down the arena. Dean Ambrose put a fucking forklift over. Yes, he, he, he he blew up a table. Yeah, but before the table, before no he landed on the table, no DQ last minute. False count anywhere in the sane. I doubt, I doubt it. False uh, count anywhere on the roller coaster. Yeah, sure. I don't yeah, care. why not? That would have been great. Actually, no. You know, Dean has well history of big spots. But mm. Uh, mm. you know what? I would give this to Dean just because I think they did him dirty last year with the Brock thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so I'm 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 gonna go with Dean. No, here. I'm gonna go with Baron here because it it the, he's been a lame sitting duck champion over For the past since since Elimination since, Chamber. Which it, was Jan? Feb. Feb. So he was in the Elimination Chamber, right? So there was no time really to for him to defend the championship, and uh, he hasn't been really defending it against anyone since then. Only focus on Corbin. So I'd rather na. We give it to Corbin and we revitalize the whole scene for the meantime. So that opens up a lot of other different matchups. Like, you know, go back to the Kaliso or the Apollo Crews thing, thing again. Make some decent mid-card TV. All right, so yeah, split tie on this one. Uh, U.S. title match. I think this is pretty obvious. Uh, KO's taking the U.S. title. Ma- uh, U.S. title only because Jericho you know that Jericho's leaving by May. Yes. Yeah. And what? they did do him dirty. Yes, with the Goldberg, with the Goldberg thing. thing. Yeah, it should, it should have been a consolation. Eh? We're, you're you're getting squashed with Goldberg, but you're going to have match of the night with Jericho. I don't even think that they'll get match of the night straight Maybe. up. Yeah, they, they won't they, get that. They, they, they can. They have the no. It depends on whether it they de- have minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I actually think now must prime contender you Neville Aries as match of the night. Low key, low key. Although with with all the smarks calling for it, I don't think it's going to be as low key as you say. Hmm. 
No, it depends on your orders, isn't it? If yeah, but get, that's on the kickoff. It they'll have less of a restriction. If they get as fifteen, yeah, They would not get fifteen. Seriously, on the pre-show. On the pre-show. Yeah, right back in Kaliso got like eight minutes last year. Maybe ten, Maybe 10 twelve max. tops. Hmm. With entrances. With entrances. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Anyway, hmm. uh, moving on. Fatal four-way elimination match for the Raw Women's Championship. Ah. Tasha. They did her dirty last year. Yeah, Sasha. Daming, daming, bowing. Did you dirty last year? Yeah, but that's us though. How, who's to say that they won't do them dirty again? So my prediction, my prediction in in the in the column I'm about to finish by tomorrow is that I'm going with Charlotte, only because, because this is raw booking that that, that we're trying oh to call God, here. Oh God, man! Even though I know that the logical thing is to put it on Sasha and to give her that WrestleMania moment. Okay, and, wait, and wait, wait. This is an elimination match. This is an elimination match. Who are your final two? Charlotte and Sasha. That's your final two. Actually, yeah. Because that's there's okay. no other final two. Yeah. Because for one, what, that's what, what, how that that's okay, the go, blow go, go, go. off the, the Charlotte Sasha feud that they've been building up for, uh, for over for the last while. year. Yes. So um, they pretty much shot themselves in the foot by having Charlotte and Sasha uh, have that match. Now, if one wins, then the loser can't ever. Face challenge the winner him. again, challenge again, okay. right? So this is their way of making up for it and booking everyone else into stupid. the into the clusterfuck that we already ah. have. So ito pambawi nila. Na hindi talaga pambawi. Well, no, ito pambawi nila because again they shot themselves in the foot by booking if they do that the division do that, that way. But they will probably. I'm pretty sure they will. It's gonna be Charlotte and Sasha in the end. Could be Sasha Bailey. Sasha Bailey and then that's the turn. To set up a turn. Yes. Yeah. To move into the next feud. Okay lang. Pero feeling ko pa rin it's Charlotte Sasha. Ah. In the end. Oh well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wait. So I picked Sa- uh, Charlotte. Ro picked Sasha. Who are you picking? Sasha. Oh, not Bailey? Wow. I love her. I love her. But then I really see that no, there is no way that she retains in this situation. Okay. That's... It's... Too hard to ask. Alright. Next up, Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles in AJ. a singles match. Um, I don't know if you guys saw uh, yung, yung promo on the SmackDown. Signing. I love how AJ uh, pretty much set the table here by saying that, Shane, you gotta remember, this is not a Hell in a Cell match. This is not false count anywhere. You can't do anything silly because it's a traditional singles match. This is my domain. Blah, blah, blah. Which is true. Yeah, I, I actually like uh, how how AJ how self-aware was that? Yeah, yes. Yeah. He's so self-conscious. No, AJ is. Shane isn't. Because how will 47-year-old Shane fare oh. in a singles match? He doesn't know how to wrestle without any special steps, right? Mm. Yeah. Like, I, I can't remember... Oh, man, no. When I was the last straight-up match that they had? Shane McMahon singles match. When was the last straight-up singles match no hardcore stipulation that he's had? I, I don't remember Lance check it I can't think of it off the top of my head Lance now is your time I don't think we care at this point yeah so pretty sure AJ wins here just because in, in Vince's I, eyes, I'm pretty sure that the last chain match was like against Vince no no no, no he was last active 2009 right? yeah so it's probably against Vince no I'm pretty sure they were on the same side then. DX and man. Uh, no, no 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 um, yeah that was HBK, the last DX run HBK versus I uh, know but that was a handicap 
God. God. No, yes. that was 06. That was 06. That was 06? Okay. That was Backlash 06. Yes. God. God. <laughs> God. So ah! going, going back. Going back. Um, I think we all have a right to be up in arms if AJ doesn't win here. Oh, no, man. Oh, no, man. Oh, no, man. AJ deserves so much better. Oh, here's, here's a big question, though. Since AJ is battling Shane McMahon, the commissioner of SmackDown, on this show, does it follow that whatever happens, whoever wins, AJ's going to Raw after this? I think. Because it, 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 it does, it you, does you, make you fucked with the, you fucked with SmackDown the commissioner. commissioner. You're, you're, not, you're not playing by the rules anymore. No, you know what? I'm going to bet against that and say that nothing's really going to happen because the last time Shane McMahon had a WrestleMania match, <laughs> That's Nothing right. of consequence happened afterwards. That's, That's true. Right. That is actually we true. We forget that that he was supposed to never see. Yeah, Undertaker. In in effect, in this effect, establishes that, that every There's Shane McMahon precedent. match, every Shane McMahon match, is a reminder that status quo will, will remain the same. That sucks. So much balls! Wow. Let this be a reminder. Wow, fuck that you Vince wrong. so loved the wrestling world that he wrestling world that he sent his only begotten son <laughs> to face the phenomenal one. God, at Behind WrestleMania, the behind is Triple H the begotten son. No, <laughs> because he he's, did not spring forth from Vince's loins. He, he, he's the, uh, he is the bastard redhead son that he wish he could have had. Okay. Speaking Moving of Triple on. H, non-sanctioned match: Seth Rollins versus Triple H. Um, pretty sure Seth's gonna win this, but the, the bigger question at play is how healthy is Seth Rollins really? I think he's he's cleared. I think he's fine. That the re-aggravation was for storyline purposes. That's about it. I don't think he he looks fine. He looks fine to all things considered. I'm still scared. Like, I think the reason why they even went this route is so Seth doesn't have to do a lot of the wrestling bumps and instead just rely on weapons. I think that makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. It's a, very, it, it's a very shame thing, actually. But uh, you know that Triple H is going to target the knee. Yeah. yeah. Even then. Yeah. Even with protected shots, eh? it's, it's, it's still, still a risk still he's taking on. Look... This is the match that I'm most scared about. Because yes. if, if they fuck up, no, no, Seth's, wrestle, Seth, Seth's no, no. Uh, future is really fucked up. But I'm sure in a moment that since it wasn't as bad as they were afraid a- of was. Yeah. Um, so at this point, they have some some medical clearance to go ahead with this match, even if it's you know still pretty dangerous and risky. And from the doctor who appeared on Raw. Huh? No, from, no, from, from <laughs> you know from real <laughs> doctors. From real doctors. Hey, hey, he, he is a real doctor, Camus. See you. The, the guy who appeared on Raw, the PT. I forget his name, but so the PT. Sasha. Why not? Why not? Shut the PT, neither. Namin yung PT. Yeah. So it wasn't. I know it wasn't Scorpio Sky playing a character. <laughs> anyway. Doctor Shelby. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So we're down to the last three mixed tag match: John Cena Are and Nikki we... Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. Does I John see... Cena propose to Nikki at the end of this match? Oh, All yeah. right. Uh, yes. Remember that, that that call of you were talking about? Yeah. Okay. You all of you are predicting that that's gonna happen, but who's to say that Miz is not wrong when that happens? Now he's that John Cena is doing that to strengthen the Cena brand. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, I love you. <laughs> Nikki, you look amazing. 
Smack that ass. I love those. I love those house rules. Like the house rules parody is the best part. Oh god! And and you visible cue card guy. Did you did you really watch Total Bellas? I did. Yeah. God damn you! Why not? I uh, I watched like the first episode and I'm planning to watch like the other five. Probably no no at the airport lounge. Okay. Yeah. So I I I'm not sure. Um. I think. I think there's no other way to go but a Cena Nikki win. So I think the real question is, will Cena propose? And the I, I think I think we're all decided that Cena is proposing. I just really want to know if you think that this is part of the whole gimmick. No, I want I, I want you to talk about in subtext because you brought this up in, oh, okay, in, okay, in sure, the Fox sure. columns. I want you, uh, I want you to lay this out here. What do you mean? Oh, oh, for those who don't know. Yes. All right. Since Miz was the guy, Miz accused Cena of faking his love, or not them of faking, but yeah, putting, faking his love for Nikki. Can we really call it faking? Yeah, maybe, maybe say, that's well, if you need a cue card to say "I love you" to your girl, I'm pretty sure that your relationship is fake. No, I'm, no, maybe it just means you're you're emotionally stunted. You know, he he did cheat well, on like, you know, yeah, like he, Sheldon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did, Cena, did you... Cena did did cheat on his you know his girlfriend at the time. They were wife. Wife and the man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, 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 no they had her divorced. Like I say, Orton, Orton was the guy who got divorced. Yeah, he also got a divorce. All right. Anyway, anyway. That's why he doesn't want to get married. Anyway, anyway, Miz is accusing John Cena of at least being a robotic lover and, you know, actor. Wink, wink. No, lover as in lover. As in partner. And the whole, the whole, you know, the whole Nikki Bella thing is, is an act because he hasn't proposed yet, right? And they're and, on a reality TV yeah. show. So, so, uh, you know what I thought when when every when I saw that everyone was propo- was predicting that Cena would propose to Nikki, finally at such a big stage, Diva. Why would you do that if it was real? To me, but um, it sounds like especially in in the context of pro wrestling, in in the background of pro wrestling, in that particular environment, to do that in front of a ring at WrestleMania. How does that not scream act? Right? Rating. Yeah, exactly. How does that how does that not scream PR stunt? Yeah, exactly. There, how that's does what it is. Yes, exactly. How does that not scream, you know, Cena brand? <laughs> so in the end, if Cena actually does this, Miz, Miz is right. Is right. Regar- so, no, regardless of whether it's sincere or not. Yeah. So win or lose, Miz still wins in the end. Like yeah, he wins in the feud. He wins in real life. Yeah, Miz is the real hero here, guys. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Miz is your wrestling lord and savior. The only way that they can say this, and you can credit me later, you can send my check in the mail. The only way they can say this is if he does it backstage, and then you know, don't release the press release. Oh, I'm giving you the freebie here of throwing you the bone. Um, they don't release it at all until like the next day. Right or on Smack or not even on Smackdown. That, 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 that's close to impossible with the amount of media that is backstage. No, no, for... no way, no. You know, you know what? We oh, should wait, do? wait, no, no. They do it backstage. They, and they, they, they do it in it private. Then they, they, they announce it, it the day after, or you know, a day no, after. They do it in private, and then it's for the twenty-four hour. Yeah, WWE twenty-four. Yeah, exactly. 24. Yes, yes. So next year they have something to sell a DVD. Yeah, that, brand. I was actually getting there. Cena brand. I was just saying that it. Should not happen at all in front of live in, in on live television. Nikki's retiring after this, isn't yes. she? Yes, she is not. This is her farewell match. Yeah, her her neck is too fucked up, and she's not gonna go out on her back. No, mm, you don't know that. I doubt because we're predicting that Cena's gonna win because it's gonna be a feel good moment. Oh no no no! So 
they lose and then it's a Randy Savage Miss Elizabeth moment no no I'm just just exploring possibilities here sir okay I, I still think Cena and Nikki win I mean like Brie Brie got a win last year in her farewell so okay uh, last three matches Undertaker versus Roman Reigns pretty sure Roman's winning this one yeah. So, but the question is: Is the Undertaker done? Do we talk about? A, do we talk about what Triple H said? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Stupidest. Um, okay. Did you hear this firsthand? Because I did. No. Uh, uh, cheap heat. Ah, it's a cheap heat. Yeah. So, so Rosenberg's been getting sit downs with a lot of WWE personalities. Say WrestleMania season. So he had trips last. Oh, week. and he's on the network. Yeah. Uh, he had Steph Nitong weekend, and then he has the New Day this week, and he'll have Radio Row um, during the weekend. So the question came about on Cheap Heat directly about Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Like Rosenberg actually went at it. Na, na, um, um, how, how, how do they reconcile the fact that they're trying to push Roman Reigns as the guy and yet there's so much vitriol whenever he comes out? And then you have the infamous answer from Triple H, which... Um, it's it's the it's typical PR spin doctorish. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not all that different from the Martin Andanars of the world. And the Sean Spicers of the world, Kellyanne yeah. Conways of the world. You know, no, no, no. Okay. it's not that bad. Um, you know, trip, uh, wrestling has been doing this for the longest time, longer than any of the you know aforementioned political presidential spokesmen have been doing it. Because you gotta protect the business after all. Yes. So that's fine. It's not that. It's not lump them in there. You know. Yep. Uh, for one thing, I will defend Triple H uh, saying that because I know for well, not for a fact, but uh, you know by. By inference that he's not really like that because if he were, as I told Ryan Sangalia on SGP, uh, guys like Cien Almas and you know uh, Bo Dallas back in his NXT days, they wouldn't have been turned at all if it if Triple H felt this way. Say, if he really felt this way, then he would apply that same logic to Cien, right? Who was getting booze uh, before he turned heel some time ago. So to me. It's just something that he has to say in order for him to keep doing what he has to, or what he wants to do on the main show, like you know, uh, uh, you know, push for the cruiserweights and have good, have have really great NXT matches, NXT shows. Basically, he's saying what he's saying for political will. Oh no, man. no, for what? not no, political not. will, for political, you know, footing. Yeah, for political footing. Yes, that's a good, better way to phrase it. To so, me, yeah. But yes, you're right. It's wrong in such a way that it's not what's really happening out there when you present Roman Reigns and you're saying that you're not actually presenting him as a babyface. Because for one, you're not actually presenting him otherwise as well. Yeah, you look at the Roman Reigns character, he's a dick. Straight up. I I don't think at, at this point there's anything that can save us from saying that he's a dick. Like, he really is a dick. Um, the, from the, from the smug way he comes out, to the way he carries himself, the way he deals with other people, he really is a dick. And um, we were there when they were here in Manila and they performed. And when he came out, it was still predominantly booze. Mm. Like you can't say it was a fifty fifty split the way that say Cena. a John Cena appearance yeah. would would uh, garner. And then why don't the announcers who set the tone for each character? Who set the agenda for how each character should be perceived? Why don't the announcers, you know, start hyping Roman Reigns as someone who's not entirely a good guy? They don't do that, Deba. They always push him as, you know, the underdog, or not even the underdog, just the conquering hero. 
hero is a key key word here. Because if you really wanted to present him as someone who was, I don't know, somewhere close to an anti-hero, you would at least start saying, "Oh, there seems to be a change in Roman Reigns' attitude." Yeah, but it, it it doesn't come off that way. And for you to say that, obviously, is a blatant insult to our intelligence. Yeah, it's it's completely ignoring the fact that he's doing what he's doing the way he's doing it. Hmm. Um, is this the Undertaker's last match, though? Could be. Should be. Yeah, I think it should be. Uh, I believe the no, rumors. No, his last Mania match. I believe the rumors that say that Undertaker is in a lot of pain right now. I don't believe that to be false because he is old and he has been taking a lot of weird bumps in his advanced age. Yeah, I'm, I'm, at me at the at the rumble. Yeah, what was a Greg Popovich? Like he DNPs his players because they're old, and he actually writes this down on the box score. <laughs> old DNP, old. Yeah, he did that to Robert Horry and Tim Duncan. Yeah, but that's what, but that's what, that. that's what, that's what they do for Taker. Technically, yeah, ninety yeah. percent of yeah, 90% he's of literally the time he's DNP DNP old, old. <laughs> and they bring him up for the playoffs <laughs> during the playoff run. Yeah, no, yeah, and, and even run. at that point, he's just there for appearances, for media appearances. <laughs> he is. He's still the NP. Wait, wait, wait. He is T Mac in his last two years. No, I, I would no. Uh. <laughs> you know what? Um, I, I just have to say this because if you watched Raw this week, it became more apparent than ever just how fat Taker looks now. Oh, man. And I think that's what saddens me the most about the impending retirement. To be fair, fat? Yes. Really? Yes. I thought he's in. I thought he was, you know, working out heavily. No, he looked bloated on Raw. Um, you know the expression "Superman in a fat suit." Yeah. That was the Undertaker this week. Like when I looked at him, that's when his humanity just took precedence. Well, to be and, fair, and came over him. To be fair, you know, he has stopped wrestling for the most part. Yeah, and, and he's 51, 52. I get it. It's just that uh, there are people who's... Um, th- th- there's people or characters saying Mystique Nila should never die. And I would argue that it should have been that way with The Undertaker. But I think with the last few years and how they've handled him, it really just killed it. Like, it jumped the shark. It should have should have just stopped at the Brock thing. Yeah. I, or- I would agree that that, but they, they, uh, they had him retire after 30. That was it. It would have been the perfect way to end The Undertaker's career. And yet, here we are. No. Okay. I get it now. Okay. If The Undertaker was Michael Jordan, the last three years were the Wizards years. Ah, uh, shit. The, the, the har- it's, it's hard to watch with their moments of brilliance. No, it's just hard to watch. And if I were to look at his career in a vacuum, I would take that out. Okay. Because I am in the camp that says that you know what if you were to look at Michael Jordan's career, fuck the Wizards years. <laughs> he in had, the same okay, way no, no, no. I can look he at Taker's few, career and he, go fuck the post Brock Lesnar lost years. Why didn't man? Why didn't man? But I was just gonna say, Jordan had a few good games. <laughs> Who cares? It doesn't matter. He never made the playoffs. So it wasn't a championship team. Yeah, like the Wizards were basically Jordan and a bunch of jabronis oh. and his old coach from the eighties. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, but Wizards and Uh Because he had an ownership stake. Oh, yeah, he had a stake. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry, that's not sure. No, no, no. Uh, at the time, Deepa, Washington, Deepa, Washington. Washington. Yeah, I, yeah, okay. Yeah. And Charlotte was owned by a very incompetent racist guy. So. Yes. Anyway, uh, moving on. 
Which one do you want to talk about first? Bray Randy or Goldberg Brock? Goldberg, Goldberg Brock, Brock na, na. Alright. So it's as fast as their squash. Okay. No, no, no. There, there is some speculation oh, that man. Goldberg can actually walk out as Universal Champion. Why? But why? I don't know. But, but I why? heard Did this. he sign a new deal? No, no, no. Hindi pa alam. But it, uh, it is in the conversation. Why? I don't know. Why would we want any of this? If you're on Raw, if you're wrestling on Raw, yes, it gives you more casual eyes. But why would you want any of this to happen to your brand? Right? Crap, I forgot whose podcast. Ah, um, the ENC podcast. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I was it. actually just listening to it on my way here. Right. So they were talking to Goldberg about it. And ENC themselves were saying that if I was a guy on Raw, basically the same question mm. you were asking. If I was a guy on Raw, on the active roster, um, why would I be happy in a part-timer like Goldberg is getting such a spotlight? And especially a part-timer that can't you know, wrestle the way the young guys do. Their argument, as ENC uh, would, would put it, is if you have a part-timer like Goldberg, who's such a huge draw that pulls in all these mainstream eyes and these casual butts in the seats... They're going to come in to watch the show expecting yeah. to see Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. But if, if you see a guy like Edge, who's like, oh, puta magaling pala siya, maybe I can start following him. That's the net effect on Yes, him. yes. That, that, is, that is the rock argument, actually, which is fine. It's totally fine. The problem with this is that they're supposed to be treated as, as, as athletes. No! As, as side features at this point, as uh. special attractions. He said they're not freak shows. No, not freak shows. They're just special attractions. Special guest stars. Like whenever Drake, Dr. Drake features on a track, right? Or basically what, you know, Pitbull, Flo Rida, and the gang are doing at Mania. Yeah. Okay, as long as they are staying in their own lane, don't be part of the full-time club. Especially if you can't wrestle full-time. And when I, mean, when I say that, I mean that, you know, wrestling night in and night out on, a high, on the highest level. But isn't this also an argument against Brock Lesnar? Because you basically have two part timers. But he was brought, he was booked that way, though. Yes, it's not it's not as though Brock is not doing live shows. It's no, not it, as though, and it's also not as though Brock is terrible. He he switched his style deliberately to reflect what his new attitude. I mean, it's not like Brock is an exception to say he can go. He can still go. If he really wanted, if to. he really wanted to, and we've proven and that it, before. Yeah, if it calls for it, Brock can actually be the type of guy who does thirty-minute matches. If it calls for it, if yeah, it calls for yeah, it. Yeah, um, just to add to that point, Camus. I think the polar opposites of that spectrum would be if he really wanted to, he can give you a match like Broxy and Punk. Yeah, yes, and if yes. he didn't want to, he'd get last year's craptastic outing with Dean Ambrose. But at least you know that he can go, and he's not hampered by age or physical health, right? No, the verticulitis no. is gone. No, it's gone. It's shut gone. up, Camus. That's two. Shut up. Stop. Ca- no, stop counting and shut up. The point is, Brock yeah, is not hampered at all by what he, by whatever physical disability he has, because he's not old. You know, he's not as old as Goldberg and and Undertaker. At least Undertaker, they know what to do with him. They know that he is something to be trot trotted out every WrestleMania season, and. And even even when he does, he's not going out there and challenging for any top championships, even on a mid card championship. They know that he's there to make someone look special, at least whether they win or lose. So Goldberg is breaking that rule by heavily featuring him in the championship scene. 
let me throw this argument out there then. Because the way that you uh, made your argument, it's it sounds like you're attacking Goldberg. But is it Goldberg's fault that he's being booked this way? Well, it's It sounds like I'm attacking Goldberg, but only because that is what we see. He is out there and and you know and and being a main eventer once again. But we obviously the smarter of us would know that it's the WWE who wants it. it's it's Vince who wants this because he's a he's the casual draw here and and to hear Goldberg tell he was just offer the deal in now oh we'll give you this this universal championship run if you stay right so i don't blame him one bit that's always if that's not part of the argument here i'm just saying that uh, i'm framing the argument as WWE and Vince McMahon uh, making Goldberg stay in his own lane Stay in the Brock Lesnar lane without any championships. Let let the let the current guy, the current crop of main eventers, young stars, compete for the biggest prize in in the company. The smart prediction is that Brock Lesnar wins, mm. especially because we all know that Goldberg set to leave. Mm-hmm. But um, I I would still think that there is a small remote possibility that Goldberg walks out as champion. How um how feasible is this uh, for hap- um, from happening? I don't know. I've yet to see the rumors, the actual rumors that say so. But I still think Brock is going to win. The, there is no way, even for Brock Lesnar, for him to really lose three straight. It's the three straight that's the big asterisk there. Brock has never gone that, that long against one guy without getting one back. And for him to get one back at WrestleMania, eh... It's a foregone conclusion. If some remote reason Goldberg goes three and zero against Lesnar, there will be hell to pay. If he can beat Goldberg in three tries, especially learning from the last two, right? Uh, how and easy? The Royal Rumble. How that was part of the two. Okay. How easy it is for Gold for Brock Lesnar to be punked. What does that do for him? Now he makes he now he makes himself look bad and makes everyone he beat look even worse. Alright, now I will leave it up to you guys. Actually shit on Goldberg the moment he enters at skinny mics. I expect the video. We will. Yeah, I expect the video. Alright, last up, let's round it up with Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton for the WWE championship. Does this go on last? I don't think I don't so. think so. It probably does not. Yeah, which is a travesty for sure. But I, I don't think it does. Um, we, we've talked about how... No, we actually haven't talked about this. But I think we meant to. How WrestleMania is actually for the casuals. Yep. And not for us smart fans. But if you look at your two main events, at least for the two world titles, if those are your, your main event, co-main event, the Universal Championship is the casual draw. Of course. And of the course. White Orton match is the smart main event. So I can live with White Orton being the smart main event. I can live with it no matter where it is on the card. I think, I think though, the, the, the one non-negotiable is that Bray Wyatt has to retain. Yes. I think that for all of the job, or, or all of the work, rather, that they've put into solidifying his character, making it evolve, making him look legit. Um, if, if Adding you make, all of these layers. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you make Wyatt lose at WrestleMania to Randy Orton, I think it undoes that. Yeah, you said, you said it yourself. Could not have said it better myself. Yeah. So, sayang, sayang, all of that. That's the way to go about it. Um, so, and it's a nice arc. It's a nice arc for him, considering that if you go back all the way to the Undertaker loss that he had, ang ganda na 
he went this far around. No, not Boston. even the Undertaker lost. The John Cena lost. The, uh, that, that was what, his what, first what, mania. Ah, yes. Mania 30. That was the first mania. Yeah, that was Bray Wyatt's first 30, mania. Oh, no, no, 30. Yes. That's in right, New Orleans. That's right, in New Orleans. So, um, we, we're done talking about the card, and I think we have to talk about this because we did plan to. Now, WrestleMania is ultimately a casual, uh, a casual fan affair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have to remind you guys that uh, at this point, at this, I don't know when it started happening. Was it after thirty? I don't know. After no, I I think it's been this way for a while. Because like, um, oh yeah, for Scissor Rock, right? Yeah. No, uh, uh, actually, sorry, yes. twenty eleven had Snooki, fucking Snooki in a match. No, 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 no. I, that's, okay, that, that's, at least that's... Snooki was in a mid card, you know, in in a special attraction match. Yeah, but you can't start because with... the special attraction matches are part of what make it a casual deal. Yeah, yes. exactly. That, that, no, but that, for Snooki, at least he was. She wasn't. You know. You know. She wasn't competing for the Divas Championship at the time. So we're talking about um, the casual draws being such prominent positions. Yes. So like, like you not, know, like The Rock, like like Batista, okay. even. Okay. Yeah, then that would have to start twenty eight. Yeah. Because twenty eight, twenty nine was the were the Rock John Cena shows. Mm. And those were pretty heavy with who else was on that? Uh, yeah, twenty eight was the Brian year, Brian Sheamus. Uh, yeah, that was that was that was a load of bullshit. Uh, twenty nine was the, the Shield's, Shields first Shields. mania. Uh, there was Triple H Brock. That was no, that year. Oh yeah, that was enough. Uh, yeah, Jericho um, Fandango. Um, fuck, I forget. Punk? That was the year that Punk went out. Yeah, no, that was Taker Punk. Taker Punk. That, Taker that's twenty nine. See, see, I forget who was in the world title picture that year. Edge and Anna. No, Landis no. si Edge nun, 29. I had 27 for some minutes. Yeah. Fuck, who was in 29? Dolphin or no? Was it Dolphin? No, no. Dolphin no, was no, no, after. No. Del Rio and someone. Del Rio and Swagger. Yes, yes. Del Rio and Swagger. Oh my god, Thank that was horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the WWE Championship picture was John Cena and The Rock. Yes. In 29. But there was... You can't say that that, that was the peak. That was, that was the... That was the beginning. That, that was the beginning. When you started when, planning it a year in advance. When yeah, when when The Rock was there just to bump up sales figures, pretty much. I guess the point we're trying to get at is the fact that um, we're, we're at a point where wrestling is really trying its best to penetrate mainstream consciousness. Penetrate. And honestly, as a wrestling fan, that's something I want. And as someone who's been trying to get um, to get advertisers, the problem who is who can bring in money. To actually see that wrestling is a viable market, this is something I want. But it doesn't come with um, rainbows and butterflies. No, the problem with that is that that is a definitely a noble goal to have for for our sport. But you're going, but they're going about it the wrong way by relying on these crutches of old stars from previous generations to carry uh, the the product to to mainstream relevance instead of you know writing hot stories to build these new stars. Yeah. And and kickstart another era of relevance like the attitude era. Yeah, the the problem here, you say, is when say, uh, when the Austins and the Rocks took over, uh. the main event scene was really theirs to own. Mm. You didn't have the ty- uh, the likes of Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan. Well, you know, because they were in they WCW, were in but they weren't in the company to um to suck you yeah. energy and the the magnetism yeah it's not like you know, it's not like you had Bob Backlund back in the main in the, in the championship scene Deva. yeah you didn't need him back take a look at your your four biggest matches this year at WrestleMania 
Seth Triple H, Roman Undertaker, Bray and Randy, and Brock and Goldberg. How many of those guys are from the current era? You only have Seth, Roman, and Bray Wyatt. That's three out of your eight, uh, your eight top Possible. guys. Possible, yeah. Cold, it's cold. Yeah, that's that's three full-time young guys and five part-timers. To me, it seems like Vince has given up eh, on the fact that he can't write new story, he can build new story, new stars, and write new stories to support them. Which is a shame, because if you saw the the uh, the support for say Sasha Banks over the last year. Um, if if they played their cards right at Mania last year, she could have been that next rock, that next transcendental star. Mm. That's not an original idea. I first heard that from Rosenberg on, on Cheap Heat, but I believe it. Because mm. I, I, I see th- there is something in Sasha that I don't see in, say, a Becky Lynch, mm. even though Becky is the superior wrestler. Or something I don't see in Charlotte, even though she's got the, uh, she is genetically superior. <laughs> right? Um um, th- that's something that they really dropped the ball on. But to the casual, uh, t- to the smart fan, to someone who's listening to this podcast, who made it this far, and you're bitching about this year's WrestleMania not really being worth a damn, uh, this is why SummerSlam exists. <laughs> no, no, you know what? It's true, it's true, it's true. I know it's true, it's true, but I will do you one better. This is why NXT TakeOver yeah, exists. That is why NXT Which, exists. Yeah. It's you not get, as hot right now, but still, it's, it's miles and away a better product. Yeah, I, you can uh, expect a better, a better concise two-hour show. Uh, three, three, no, it's a two-hour show. Two-hour show. Oh, uh, the fact that NXT, uh, NXT was strip mined in in Triple H's words after the draft is a testament to the fact that they know how to build stars over there. Kaipapano. They have staying power regardless of what happens. Excuse me, I would like to correct you because Exhibit A, the VOD villains. Exhibit B, Bo Dallas. Exhibit C, Adam Rose. So, <laughs> but that was that was a result of a uh, no of that main roster mishandling much, though. Yeah, that was uh, when they were called up, up. They were called up because they were ready and they had you know, in the eyes of whoever's in charge of the main roster. I know. Uh, these guys were like at the top of the NXT class. So meaning NXT was successful in getting them over somehow. You know who the true litmus test would be? I know. Elias fucking Samson. When he goes. Because you guys saw the rumors, Devan, that if there, uh, there was it, like a tier a, system and that Elias Samson was in the class that was pretty much ready for the main roster. Oh, the producer leaves NXT Pasha. Yeah. Oh, oh. Which is what? Uh, this week. It's tomorrow. Yes, it is tomorrow. I Ono cannot versus... wait for Ono. Cassius versus... Ono. Or just Elias Samson to kick Elias Samson out of any. So I know. Go home show. Yeah. So it really is. He really is an after main deal. Fuck. What if he? What if he is the NXT guy in the armbar? Yeah. Hey. Florida Payan. So like people uh, know him because it's Florida. It's Florida. Well, that that logic doesn't follow for Mania necessarily because of all of the other people that are coming in. Uh, that, There's that. That is a good point. There is that. Um. Huh. All right. Um, before we wrap up the podcast, um, are we gonna preview Takeover? Well, it's only like it's only like four matches or five. Yeah, it's four matches. I can actually name name them off the top of my head. Um, let's run through them really quickly. Rude Nakamura. Um, Rude for sure. Not Nakamura. No, Rude not retains. Rude retains. Rude has to retain. Okay. Uh, and, and and Shinsuke has to go up soon. Yep. Oh, after raw this. after no Smackdown, Smackdown after. after Smackdown after 
please. Asuka me. versus Ember Moon. I Ember really want Moon. Asuka to retain. Ember Moon. I, Ember Moon. This is this is her moment. They have been building this up for far too long, and even though we don't care, Ember it Moon. It has to happen. Um, all right, tag team championship, triple threat, uh, DIY, Authors of Pain, and Revival. Revival. I think it's the Revival. I think three time. Feeling Authors of Pain though. Three time. Are the Revival tweeners now? Like, are they, they officially are, tweeners at this point? I think so. Yes, they are because we love them so much. Yeah. They are so beloved by the crowd, and yet they are so heelish in their ways. Yeah. Um, and Possible face turn, though. Alistair Black debuts against Sien. Uh, Sien. So that's match it's four. Alistair Black, for sure. Of course. Yeah. Um, and th- there might be a fifth match if it's going to be Sanity versus the Anti-Sanity. So. But it's possible. Anti-Sanity. And I think Anti-Sanity wins. No way. For, um, Why not? Four-person intergender it's an a. tag. Sanity's still on the way up. Yeah, yeah but you can't but derail they, them right now. But they, the story's also been built up for quite some time. Na. Uh, na. Well, they just they added they just added Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot. Yeah, they they win and they move on. See Sanity. Sanity. More important question, which is the most which is the more porn star name? Heidi Lovelace or Ruby Riot? Heidi Lovelace. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Um, well. crap, there was one more question I was gonna bring up. Uh, before ending NXT? the podcast, no, no, it's it's not oh, NXT okay. related. Ah, um, there, got it. Who are the Raw After Mania call-ups? Who are we looking at? Elias <laughs> Samson. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Um, okay, let's just go call-ups in general, regardless of. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, of so Nakamura's there. Nakamura's there. I don't think they're pulling up Tai, although that would be nice. They but should. Actually. They should, but they won't. I don't think they should yet because they need someone to play the Sami Zayn role down there and that's Ty right now yeah Um, how about how about the revival no no not yet no no because they're at this point there are only three tag teams on NXT Heavy Machinery though yeah actually that might be the the next match Heavy Machinery and Sanity that's like five tag teams so you pull out the revival you get four that's not much of a tag team scene TM61 is still down. You need more. The the ha- like half of the people in the half of the field in the last years, I know, Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic was are gone. Hey, don't sleep on Ho Ho Lun and Bin Wang. They were they were cruiserweights <laughs> and single stars put together. That's half of the scene. There so was, you need the revival there. No, that's why yeah. I know. That's why was I know kind of debut in Vaude Villains. Uh, um, 2013. No, no, no. On the main roster. Last year. After the draft, no? No, after no. Mania. After oh, yeah, after Mania. Smackdown after Mania. Right, right, right. So, Th- that's why you could only get American Alpha. Which they already did. Hmm. Um, Asuka. No, not Asuka. No. It's her and Ember Moon holding down the women's division. And, and Nikki. And Nikki, who's barely holding down the women's division. Or if you, if you take out Asuka, that's her and Nikki. And her and... Ember Moon. Her Ember Moon. That is not much. Cause you, I wouldn't count Billy Kay. Yeah, yeah exactly. After the, the two, after the, the after the two decent, you know, after the two decent women's wrestlers, the women wrestlers. There's a huge gap. Billy yeah. Kay, Peyton Royce, and Liv Morgan. You really gonna run with that? I oh, know. No, exactly. <laughs> and Aaliyah. And Aaliyah. And then, and, that? and then what's 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 MMA girl's name? Uh, Daria Bernal. Ah, yeah, yeah. She's still signed. Oh, yeah, 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 but she's not like all that. She's I, not, I, I know, I know. I'm she's just, not the shape, you know. Just, I'm just but saying, that's the, gap. that's the gap. Man. Yeah, Rosie Rose, yeah. 
See, who are those guys, ba? You uh, need the, Asuka there. Ruby Riot, ba? Pucha siya. Yeah. Uh, who, who, who is gonna get called up? Parang hirap to predict this time. Parang wala pa ata. It's really both both roster, um The NXT roster is way too shallow for for a, for a thorough mining, if you will. So I really only mid-season call-ups na lang sila. Yeah, probably, probably. I, I would just really put my money in Elias Samson and Nakamura. <laughs> and the remote possibility of the Hardys. Yeah, sure. Free agent signing. Free agent signing. Okay. I, I can live with that. Alright, so that brings us to the end of our WrestleMania preview. And yeah, uh, we got plugs, by the way. We got some stuff going on. So let's start off with our Facebook Live session tonight. Tonight, if you're not. If you're listening to this on Friday. Yeah, we. Thursday. Thursday! Jesus. If we assume that you're listening to this on Thursday before 9 p.m., log on to Facebook and go to the Fox Sports PH. Facebook page. It's verified, by the way. Yeah. Uh, with a blue check and everything. Can't miss it. Yeah. So we will be doing a Wrestling Gods FB live session. It's pretty much um, as close as we can get to the original spirit of the Wrestling Gods. Uh, no so games, no bullshit. Well, some bullshit. Yeah. Um, you know, for everybody who has given us crap about it not being a wrestling show for the Smarks, it being a wrestling show na, all the fluff... This is it. We get one shot. Don't blow it. We are not throwing away our shot. Yes. We're not going to miss our chance to blow. Because this opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Totally Yo. No, totally. I got the Hamilton reference. I, okay. I get it. All right. Yes. All right. No, he got it. I got, I got both of it. Yeah. So, so Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash foxsportsph at 9pm tonight. It'll be the Wrestling Gods and we'll talk WrestleMania for a solid hour. So send in your questions as we go along. We'll be predicting it. We'll probably be having much of the same discussions that we had tonight, except it's more interactive. Uh, you know, when you send in your questions, so please do. That's mm-hmm. one. Second, you've got the annual, and I think at this point we can really it's say annual. It, the annual WrestleMania viewing party. It's going to be at Skinny year Mike's again. Four. Year three, well, three. Viewing party year four. Yes, but you inorganized not, and it's Skinny Mike's. It's year, year three. three. So we're gonna be there as early as six a.m. If you want to be there at five, and and get your seat early, by all means, I'm not gonna stop you. I'm not gonna be there anyway. We're <laughs> in Singapore. Yeah, I'll be watching Coldplay. Uh, so happy for you. Thank you. So it's it's gonna be as early as six a.m. There's a three hundred peso entrance fee. And again, let me just say this: it's gonna be at Skinny Mike's because marami pa rin nagtatanong sampuyong venue. Magkano pa yung entrance? And I'm like, at least yung ano, No, at least yung ano, I, w- I would like to say that I'm happy that the only question I got about the venue is where it is and how to get there. At least yun, alam nila kung saan. I mean, alam nila kung nasan aling syudad yung skinny mics. Like the general vicinity. Yeah, they just don't know how to get there. Which is totally fine. At least, at least they read the thing. Yeah, what really bugs me is when people don't read the thing and comment lang. So, yeah. Which is a percentage of those people. Yeah, so there's a 300 peso entrance fee and uh, the proceeds go to both PWR and smarthenry.ph because it does take money, it does uh, require money to keep putting up a site and to churn out this material which we've been doing for like, we're going to be entering year three, good sir. Yes. Season three. Yeah, uh, it it does take money for that so we, uh, we would appreciate the help. And what else? What else is happening? Oh, of course, Revolution X, April 30th. 2 p.m. at the Bayanian Center, and 
After Mania, we've got a slew of guests we'll be bringing along to Hype Revolution next. But more importantly, next week, we've got the wrestling gods in full force on the podcast. Not sure if we'll have comments on the podcast. <laughs> and you can record in Kubo. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Right, so yeah. that's uh, pretty much what's in store for the SGP podcast and for the Filipino wrestling community for the month of April. Um, you know what? Fine, so we're not going to be called biased. There's a show happening on April 8th. Yeah. WWF. And a bunch we of us... We will be there. We will yeah, be there. A bunch of us are actually planning to catch it. So to support. Yeah. Local uh, because, wrestling. Safe Filipino wrestling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Safe Filipino wrestling. It is still a thing. Um, just because we were able to get um, to, we were able to try to move PWR out of, uh, out into the black. It doesn't mean that hashtag Save Filipino Wrestling has to end. So if you are part of MWF or are friends with people from MWF, do know that we are, uh, you know, we're, we're not closed off from supporting MWF. In fact, we a bunch want of us to watch will, it. Yeah, a bunch of us will be watching the show, and it'll be a fun reunion of sorts with MCS. Yeah, which hopefully has aircon at this point. Tana magsan tayo lahat. Dalarin tayo ng cooler. Yeah, our own coolers. <laughs> right, so uh, we'll Why? catch you. Belated we'll catch happy you. birthday, Ryan Songalia. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, belated happy birthday, by the way. And uh, belated happy birthday, Iverson. <laughs> <laughs> right, so... <laughs> so there, we just gave you our entire lineup of events from from basically... Tomorrow, like, tonight, tonight, until the end of April. Can we, can we do that every show, by the way? Can we just greet yeah. Iverson? Yeah. Happy birthday. Every show. Yeah, we, we can do that because we're talking about practice, man. <laughs> Fucking practice. <laughs> we will be greeting Iverson a belated happy first birthday from now until his second birthday. <laughs> uh, shout out to every PWR fan. Who went to the photo booth and got themselves a photo at the expense at Iverson's of, first birthday at the expense of Iverson's parents? You people know no, no, no. who you and are. It's, 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 it's only it's, it's only for a number for uh, a few hours. So that's not only. No, that's right. It's time bound. It's ah. time bound. Partial only. No, no. Para in data cap ng globe. Fair usage policy. Yeah, yeah. Fair usage policy. Yeah. So, uh, with that last Iverson birthday greeting, I think we can safely say that we are done with this episode of the SGP podcast. If you even managed to stay this long, Happy thank birthday, you. Iverson. Thank you for subscribing, for continuing to rate, download, give us feedback, however you want to do it. And thank you for following us on Twitter at the SGP podcast, at Rose War, at Caveman Camus, and at underscore Stan C. And at the SGP podcast. I just said that. That was the first thing? Oh, yes. Sorry. So on behalf of Indy the dog, Ro, Camus who still won't shut up, my name is Stancy and we will see you at Facebook Live and at the WrestleMania viewing party on Monday. No, you won't. Well, they will. He'll Peace. see he'll see the things on social media. Glorious! No, I won't give in, I won't give in till I'm victorious. And I will defend, I will defend.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 